There's nothing better than a nice road trip to get away from everything. Sometimes the road trip can turn into more of an adventure than the actual destination and vacation though. Welcome back to the swamp my friends and welcome if you're new. Today I'm going to be sharing some creepy and allegedly true road trip horror stories sent in by viewers just like you. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, be sure to submit your story at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I would love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. Before we jump right into these stories though, today's episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. HelloFresh delivers fresh quality produce from the farm to your door in less than a week's time so you can savor summer flavors all season long. Get 16 free meals plus 3 free gifts with code SWAMPED16 at HelloFresh.com SWAMPED16. Come join me and many others in the swamp and find out why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Greeting Swamp Dweller, I've got a story that's not horrifying but still concerning and creepy. So to begin, this happened back in 2015 in the mountains of North Carolina on the Blue Ridge Parkway. I can't remember the exact area but it occurred at one of the many outlooks along the parkway. At the time my girlfriend and I were taking a road trip and decided to drive at night to avoid traffic and road construction delays. We made a few stops at the overlooks along the way and we had been going for quite some time, and I had decided that the last tower we should encounter, we would rest in the vehicle for a few hours, then continue. My truck at the time had a sunroof, so looking at the stars was a given, and we parked in a nice spot and got settled. We gazed at the stars for a couple of minutes, almost in a trance-like state, and soon we were both fast asleep. I somehow woke up, remembering I didn't lock the doors when something caught my peripherals. It was a shadowy tall figure that didn't look like a human being at all. The shadow figure reminded me of your typical grey alien, with dim glowing yellow eyes, almost like embers or hot coals from a hot fire. I rubbed my eyes thinking I was seeing things, but I was not, and it seemed to be growing taller. I couldn't move fast enough to crank the ignition and haul ass out of there, but I did just that, and as soon as I did so my girlfriend shot wide awake asking me what was happening. As we burned out of the parking space and fled, I could see the figure move into the middle of the road behind us. I ripped around a hairpin corner, no longer in sight of that thing. My girlfriend asked me again and I told her I had seen something standing near the car that did not look like a human. She tried calming me down telling me to slow down, but when I did slow down some, I noticed there were headlights from another vehicle approaching from the rear at a fast speed. We had not seen a single car since sunset and the blinding headlights were now a few feet behind my tail end. What is this guy's problem? My girlfriend said. I said they might see that thing too and wanted to get far away like us. Then just like that the headlights vanished. What the hell? I said as I glanced in the rear view mirror, tapping my brakes to illuminate the silhouette of a work van and a single occupant. Then the headlights came back on and inches off my bumper. I made a beeline exit to get off the parkway and head back towards Asheville or Waynesville. I can't quite remember which one, but so did the tailgater. Panic was setting in because we knew this van was now following us. I see an open gas station in the distance and floor it, pushing our vehicle to about 100 miles per hour. I slowed my approach and pulled into a gas station outside the front doors. The van continues down the road, passing us, making us both sigh in relief, 
I asked my girlfriend what color the van was and if she got a good look at it. She nodded and said it was military tan with a very dark window tint. It looked like a work van of some sort. As we were able to get into the store, the van pulls up into the station, parking at a distance. My girlfriend screams that we need to get out of here and quickly. I back the car out as fast as I can, lighting up the pavement again and blow past the parked van, glancing at our pursuer. Have you ever seen that part in the Matrix where the agents begin to shift and morph? That's precisely what it looked like this person was doing. Again, I got the car up to speed, rolling a hot 100 miles per hour, trying to lose this, well, whatever this was. A solid minute or two passes and my gut says that the van is no longer back there, and our speed outran it. I think it's time to finally head home. Sighing in relief, my girlfriend agreed. On the route back home, there wasn't much of any traffic. We had traveled almost 130 miles, but in the opposite traffic lanes. I saw an all too familiar van. I saw an all too familiar van. It was the same one from that chase. How is that possible? I said, getting quite unnerved and antsy. My girlfriend said the same thing, telling me to stomp on the gas. I get off the highway and make a way for a police station. We make it to the station park and wait, trying to collect ourselves from this crazy episode. Across the street from the station, there was a car wash in a strip mall. My girlfriend speaks up and points in the direction of the strip mall, gasping, cursing. It's the same freaking van again. It was the same van from the highway, and then two more identical vans pulled up next to the one. We watched in horror as all these tall and dark figures emerged from the backs of the vans and began crossing the street in our direction. I laid on my horn and started flashing my lights. I tried to do anything I could to get the attention of the entire police station we were parked in front of, to which three officers came running out, yelling, seeing if we needed help. As I went to look back where the figures and vans were, there was nothing, just an empty, dark parking lot. Hey there, Swamp Dweller. I got to say I can't believe I'm sharing my story. It's a huge honor to do so here. I have several encounters I'd like to share at the swamp, but for now I will share my creepy experience of what I believe to be a haunted highway in my hometown. This occurred between Renton and Maple Valley, Washington. The road is Maple Valley Highway. It starts in Renton and continues for miles down into Black Diamond. It's known for many fatal accidents and a scenic river that runs parallel to it. I would take the road all the time and had two occurrences. It was November 2013. I was driving home late, sometime around 10pm that night. I had just finished hanging out with a group of friends from church. The road has patches of complete darkness so I had my high beams on. I reached a part of the road with a guardrail on my passenger side. That side is all old growth in the Cedar River. I saw a sudden patch of thick dense fog that only covered the road and a few trees off to the side. I turned off my high beams while driving through the mist where I saw the thing. A tall black figure passed along in front of my vehicle. I remember specifically, the cars driving toward me had flashed their lights and halted as if they had seen it too. I understand fog distorts light and shadows, but it looked like the shape of a person, with long arms and very slender features. I couldn't make out anything else because it looked like a black shadow. As fast as it came, it was gone. It appeared behind me in the rearview mirror, and the car slowly drove as if to say they saw it too. As much as it startled me, I chalked it up as a distorted shadow of a person running across the road or something. 
It didn't really make sense because of how late it was, and all there was on that side of the river was, like I said, forest and maybe some fields. Fast forward to February 26th, 2014, I'm driving around the same time and a little further down the road this time, I had something similar happen again. I was right before the Old Jones Road between Renton and Maple Valley. I completely forgot about last November and was on my way home from friends. I was driving home along Maple Valley Highway around 9.30pm passing the guardrail and a figure jumped in front of my car, running from right to left. It was tall, skinny, and black. It was passing quickly. As my eyes followed, a bird, possibly a hawk or a bat, came flying into my windshield, making it hard to see. It was just staying right in front of me. After a few seconds, it passed. I was terrified as I was trying to desperately look around for the object in front of my window and see what was on the road. It finally left and I turned to the left to see the person-shaped shadow, the tall skinny thing fading away, disappearing into thin air. I was so startled that I called my mom to explain what had just happened to her. By the time I got home, my knees were shaking so bad. She didn't like me driving the road that late at night and I even went out of my way to avoid nighttime driving for quite a while after this. The car I had at the time did have a lot of issues constantly breaking down as well, and I did not want to change it. A few years later, I reached out to the Maple Valley community, and some people who lived there often had really weird and similar occurrences on that one stretch of highway. Okay, so I'm a 31-year-old trucker, and you can call me Diego for privacy reasons. I come from a trucking family and all of my cousins and uncles who drive big rigs down in Mexico have tons of paranormal trucking stories, as Mexico is very rich in paranormal activity. On the other hand, I don't have many stories. That is until today. At least related to trucking, that is. I am writing this a few hours after this has happened, so it's still fresh in my mind, even though I doubt I'll ever forget today's events. So my run is mainly a trip from southeastern Wisconsin to southern Michigan and back. Now for context, once I enter Michigan, I get from the interstate and get on a rural country road, as my company prefers that we avoid toll roads to cut down on cost. They say the less we spend on tolls, the more we can pay our drivers. Anyway, on my way there, all is normal and everything is going well. I get to our drop yard and drop my loaded trailer for the following driver to take it to its final location. I look at my tablet and figure out what load I'm taking back with me. I hook up to the trailer and do my pre-trip inspection. Everything seems reasonable. I grab the paperwork for the load from the box in the front of the trailer and look through it. My company requires all shipments over a certain weight to be thoroughly looked at and certified on a scale to make sure the load is legal and not over the legal regulation weight. Well, I looked at the scale receipt and this one was not, so I contacted my company, and they instructed me to grab one of the four empty trailers and take that back to southeastern Wisconsin. This will be important later in the story. I walk in front of the trailers and slap each one until I hear that distinctive hollow sound indicating that it's empty. I do this to save time and not have to walk behind and open every single trailer. Once I found one that sounded like it might be empty, I grabbed my flashlight and started to do my pre-trip inspection on that trailer making sure there weren't any flat tires and all the lights worked, etc. I walked to the back to open the trailer shining my light in there to make sure it's empty, which it was, and surprisingly it was even swept out by the last driver, which is rare. Once all that was done, I turned on the Swamp Dweller podcast and returned to the road. 
About 45 minutes into my trip, I'm driving down the country road with my high beams on at least around 2am and there were no other people on the road. As a matter of fact, I have woods on both sides of the road. This is where things get a little weird. I forgot to mention that there is an electrical storm, but there is no rain and you can't hear any thunder. I know this because I always ride with my window down. Anyway, the lightning lights up the sky every couple of seconds and I admire how beautiful it lights up everything around me. As I come around a bend on the road in the distance, I see a person walking on the shoulder of the road, and as I approach him, he turns and waves as if to say hello. The person was a man. He was wearing a hard hat with neon green pants and a reflective vest of the same color. That is why I saw him from a reasonable distance away, but there was no construction anywhere in sight, before or beyond this point and I know this because I passed through there on my way to my previous destination. As I got past him, I pressed on my brakes to illuminate the road behind me. At the same time, lightning struck up and lit up the area. I'm staring in my mirror, and this guy is gone. In a split second, he disappeared. I thought that was very weird, but I got over it and focused back on the road. About three minutes down the road, I hear three loud knocks on my trailer. I turn my radio down and I try to listen closer but I hear nothing after that and think that it must have just been a bump that I hit in the road. About 5 minutes later I hear 5 loud knocks, again on my trailer and think it's very weird. Now I drive like this every single day and I'm used to it, so I wasn't tired or sleepy. I was wide awake so I can't blame it on that. I turn down my radio and keep it off at this point and try to listen. A couple of minutes later I hear 5 more very rapid hard knocks in my trailer again. As I've said, I always knock on the trailers to see if they are empty or loaded, and I recognize the sound quite well. So now, I'm worried that I missed something when I checked the inside of the trailer. So I decided to pull over to the side of the road and open the trailer and check what was in there. As I slowed down and pulled over about a second later, maybe 25 feet in front of my truck, I see a huge tree fall on the road. At this point, I got scared because it wasn't struck by lightning and there was no wind. I put my truck into gear and took off because as I said I was listening to Swamp Dweller before that and I was already on edge. My initial thought was whatever pushed over that tree, I don't want to stick around and meet it. So I drove around on the side of oncoming traffic, which there was none at that time of night thank god, and went around the tree. I pulled into the next truck stop and decided to find out what the hell was in my trailer. I grabbed my flashlight and go to check. I opened the door and shined my light and, well. There is absolutely nothing or anyone in there. I get back in my truck and start driving. I don't honestly know what to do. Giving it some thought, I realized that even though I saw that man out on the side of the road as clear as day, I couldn't see his face. And as I said, when I looked back, he had disappeared. And those knocks on my trailer were getting faster and louder every time as if it was some sort of sense of urgency, as if they wanted me to stop my truck. And if I didn't stop when I did, I might have been killed by that tree. At this point, I believe it was a spirit trying to stop me so the tree wouldn't smash my truck. Well, after that, when I got back to driving, I didn't hear the knocking anymore until I got to my destination, at which point I unhooked from the trailer and proceeded to do my post-trip inspection. And again, there was nothing or anyone in the trailer. So, I don't really know. I guess, thank you to the spirit for saving my life potentially? And, uh, yeah, I don't really know what to, what to say. This story scared the daylights out of me. Thank you for sharing my story if you do, Swamp Dweller. I'm a big fan of the show.
I'm a truck driver in the oil field of West Texas. I work nights and in 2019, I was asked to train a new employee, a truck driver. The new employee was driving and I rode as a passenger since the semi-truck was just a day cab. It was a little past 11pm as we returned from New Mexico to West Texas on 181. There were no other vehicles around us for miles. But suddenly, my new coworker and I spotted another semi-truck racing off a dirt road to the highway we were on. The truck had all its lights on and we could see the outline of the entire truck perfectly. But it was too dark to see the company name on the 18-wheeler. The car abruptly pulled out in front of us onto the driveway, leaving my coworker to slam on the brakes to avoid colliding with this reckless 18-wheeler that had just carelessly pulled out in front of us as we were doing 75 miles per hour. A light cloud of dust followed the truck as it pulled out onto the highway and within a split second the 18-wheeler vanished into thin air. My coworker, still braking heavily, looked at me. His eyes were wide open and he looked like he had seen a ghost, and he had a look of utter disbelief and shock on his face. He started to ask me and I quickly said in a humble voice of doubt, Yeah, I saw it disappear. We were not even concerned about the high possibility of collision that could have just happened at that point, but more about how this massive truck vanished into thin air. We kept driving and neither of us said anything for about an hour. Then my coworker said, I am still thinking about how that truck disappeared. I told him I was still thinking about the same thing and that was one of the strangest and creepiest things I've ever seen. I will never forget that feeling in my chest thinking that I was about to die. I work emergency on the weekends at a very large veterinary hospital. My shift begins at 5am and I leave the house at 4.15am. Although I live in a very large midwestern city, it is always a drive-in on Sunday mornings. Very few of the city folk are out at that time. Many of them have gone to bed as it is for the weekend. That doesn't normally bother me at all. The streets are always crowded during the day, and it's a nice respite from the normal gridlock. It was a Sunday, March 28, 2020. I remember the date exactly as it was the day after the state government had issued a shelter-in-place response to the COVID outbreak. Because I worked in the veterinary medical field at an ER hospital, I was deemed essential and my routine carried on as normal. Usually at around 3am the alarm began making its annoying bonging sound, waking me up from my restful sleep. I started getting ready for work. There were dogs to feed and let out, lunch to be packed and coffee to be made. It was a typical Sunday morning before work. I left at my usual time and noticed that the roads were even quieter than normal. There was virtually no one out besides me and the occasional police vehicle to the point of it being surreal. As I make my way to work on the quiet streets, I came to a divided highway with two lanes of traffic going each way. The speed limit on that road is 45 miles per hour. Not that anyone obeys the law. However, it was dark out and frankly I was enjoying having the world to myself, so I was driving the speed limit that day. As I'm driving down the right lane of the road, it barely registers to me, but it seems darker than it normally is at the time. I didn't put that much thought into it that until suddenly, almost like someone placed a thought in my head, I thought a dog was in the road in front of me at the far distance. I squinted my eyes and investigated the darkness in front of me and didn't see anything, so I ignored the thought and continued driving down the right lane. But then the distinct thought that a dog was in the lane before me blasted back into my head. I ignored this warning no longer and it quickly merged to the left lane. Just as I accomplished this, I looked at the right of the road 
a man was walking steadily down the middle of the street, right towards me. As I passed him going 40 miles per hour in the lane to his left, I looked over and he looked at me. He just continued his slow and steady walk down the road. My first thought was to thank God that I did not hit him. Then I became so grateful that I paid attention to the voice in my head. But then I realized how strange the situation was. There are sidewalks and frontage roads off this road. Plenty of places to walk and not be in the way. Why would he be walking down in the middle of the road in the highway? Why did I keep thinking that a dog was on the road when I saw nothing? I kept glancing back in my rear view mirror as I continued to drive and saw no one. It was as if he just faded away or perhaps was entirely shrouded by the strange and new eerie darkness. What happened next was entirely out of character for me. I usually think about situations like this repeatedly, meditating on them, dwelling if you will. But as I kept driving, the whole event just faded out of my memory. I can only compare it to a dream when somebody wakes up with a vague recollection of what went down, and then it just wanes away as the day goes by. A couple of days later, I suddenly recalled the incident and began thinking of how strange it was. As I drove to work the following weekend at the same time, I paid careful attention to that section of the highway in particular where I saw the man walking. It immediately struck me that I could see if a figure had been walking there in the distance. The lights from the surrounding businesses and streetlights made it possible. It seemed much lighter that morning, although it was the same time of day with similar weather. Why? Had it been so dark that weekend before? A few months later, I was at work and a client came in and observed that her last name was the same as the name on the road I had been driving down the morning of the strange occurrence. I asked her if she somehow was related to that road. She told me that her in-laws used to own the land where the road was built. I casually, jokingly told her I saw a ghost on that road or something else extraordinary. She immediately became very interested. She told me that her mother-in-law had stories of strange events on that property before it was sold. I'm not sure who that man was that night. I have no idea why it was so dark or why the whole occurrence faded after it occurred. I continue to be grateful to whoever warned me to pull over and help me not hit that person. Deep down inside though, I knew that some good versus evil was occurring that morning and I was being put to the spiritual test. And although I don't understand any of it, I'm glad I listened to that voice. Thanks for listening to these creepy and allegedly true road trip horror stories that'll freak you out tonight. If you enjoyed these stories, please be sure to hit that like button as it helps me out a ton. The more likes this episode gets, the more YouTube promotes it in their algorithm and that's incredibly helpful for the swamp growing its ever-expanding waters. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please be sure to give this a 5-star rating over there as it genuinely helps me grow on those platforms and is very appreciated. If you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, whether it's a scary experience while being on a road trip or something entirely different, be sure to submit your story at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I'd love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp, as stories like yours that help keep this show going on a daily basis. If you're on the go, but don't have YouTube Premium and still want to listen to your favorite Swamp Dweller Scary Stories no matter where you are, you can download your favorite Swamp Dweller Scary Stories from Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and just about anywhere else you find your favorite podcast online. It's absolutely free and always will be. If you would like to support the swamp outside of that, come check me out over on Twitch. I stream multiple times a week. 
I record scary stories live, play horror games, and more. You can find a link in the description to follow me. Come join me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't forget to come check out the merch store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, and more. I'd love to see you guys wearing some cool swamp threads. Comment down below letting me know what story was your favorite tonight. And I'll see you all soon with another creepy episode.